Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. We want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Network. I'm your host, Black Ice. Good evening, sisters and brothers. I'm Brother Julius. And we are excited and elated to bring you another show that's going to educate us all on what thus says the Lord and on the Word of God, brothers and sisters. We are dealing this week with what, Brother Julius? Speaking uh, in what? Speaking in tongues, the Bible version. Again, speaking in tongues, the Bible version. There are a lot of versions of what's considered to be speaking in tongues that are out there. But are we doing it according to the ordinance of God? That's uh-huh. the question. We could do things on our own understanding. We could do things the way we feel that we should be doing it, and it could seem like it's, it's the right thing. It could seem like it. But if we don't know what the Word of God says, brothers and sisters, then we could be in violation thinking that we're doing the right thing but actually doing the wrong thing, brothers and sisters. So, I'm going to go ahead, at this time, turn it over to Brother Julius for a reading of our psalm. Brother Julius? Again, good afternoon, sisters and brothers, and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. And sisters and brothers, I want to deal with these commandments because uh, people have thrown away the Word of God, replaced it with theology, and I've gotten away from the law, statutes, and the prophecies that are written in this book. Look at this, sisters and brothers. Look at this. Psalm 119. Psalm 119. And I'm going to pick up from verses 33. We're going to read all the way to 33 to 40. Psalm 119, 33 through 40. It says, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it until the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yes, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies, and not to covetousness. Turn away my eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. Establish thy word unto thy servant, who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. Sisters and brothers, that was words of wisdom out of the mouth of the Lord God of Israel, written by his servants. That was Psalm 119, verses 33 to 40. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and the doing of his holy word. In Jesus' name, we pray and we give thanks. Amen. Amen, Brother Julius. We appreciate that. 
And um, at this time, brothers and sisters, we are going to go ahead and start our lesson. Now, many of us who are listening on this line tonight, we grew up in the black church. Um, most of us are um, from black neighborhoods. Um, some are from diverse or mixed neighborhoods. But uh -huh. for the majority of us, um, our parents came from the South. And their religion became our religion. Their way of practicing their religion um, became our religion. Uh huh. And so, brothers and sisters, with that being said, we um, had a lot of things passed down to us that we didn't know whether it was the truth or not. We just did it because our parents did it. And we likened that, brothers and sisters, to disease. If mama had high blood pressure, daddy had high blood pressure, a lot of times we as children grew up with the same things because we ate the same diet that our parents ate. Yeah. Many of us say, well, it's hereditary. Well, it's only hereditary, brothers and sisters, if you have something that you were not born with, then you acquired it over your lifespan. And there were things that you did during your lifespan that contributed and causing you, brothers and sisters, to acquire certain things, such as diseases. Well, it's the same thing with religion. We suffer from what our parents suffered from, brothers and sisters. And many of them suffered from the lack of truth. And therefore, the old saying goes or the scripture goes in the Bible, our people perish for lack for lack of knowledge, brothers and sisters. But we glad we're glad that we have an internet today. We're glad that we have things that we can go back and refer to and double check our sources. And that's the main thing. Double checking our sources, brothers and sisters. Black Ice, what is There's no excuse today, Brother Julie. What is our, what, what is it, the number one thing we, we suffer from is lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Not only lack of knowledge, we have become so accustomed to being preached to and preached at, and we have become so uh, desensitized from the true word of God that we have been given counterfeit Christianity. Wow. And not biblical Christianity. The subject matter tonight is speaking in tongues, the Bible version, mm. because everything comes from the Bible. Hold, hold on, Brother Julius. You mean to tell me that there's another version? Uh, there are many versions. There are many truths, as they say, according to man. But according to the Word of God, there's only one truth. Just like it's only one baptism, one faith, one Lord and Savior of us all, sisters and brothers, one gospel. So Paul preached to you about the coming of another gospel, another doctrine. Watch the shit. Another doctrine. <clears throat> so, again, I think we need to start there, Brother Julius. Mm. I, I think that there's, that's a good I, I place think, to start. I agree, bro. I, I, I agree, my brother. I, I really agree because uh, the spirit of deception is here. And people say, well, what makes the truth hour right? And everybody, the black eyes and brother Julius has no righteousness. The righteousness belongs to God. Anything other than that is a man. And we know that man is faulty. 
Give me sisters and brothers. Got a little bit of a cold change of weather here. Pardon me. Uh, it's faulty. Man's doctrine is faulty. The truth from above or from heaven is righteous, is pure. <clears throat> That's right, Brother Julius. And is, of, and is of God. So, Black Ice. And so we want you to even double-check, brothers and sisters, what we're teaching on this show. <laughs> because we're not above reproach. <laughs> and so that's why we give you these scriptures and these words, and that's why we allow all of our callers at the end of the show to um, ask us questions or whatever concerns you have, ask those concerns also as well. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and start our show. Let's start this thing in Second Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, those who are tuned in via our YouTube listenership, we want to welcome you to the Bible Show Truth Hour on the POET Network, hosted by Black Ice. And Brother Julius. And today's lesson is the truth about speaking in tongues according to the Bible. The truth about speaking in tongues according to the Bible, brothers and sisters. We're going to start this thing in 2 Corinthians. The 11th chapter. Turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. 2 Corinthians. Chapter 11. Chapter 11, and this would be a good foundation in which to start our show, brothers and sisters, because we need to know that there was predicted and prophesied that there would be some things that would be taught during these times, which the Bible called the latter times, that would not be the truth. And so since we are in that time and since we are experiencing those things with many pastors that are teaching things that are not in line with the Bible, right. I think we need to let our listeners know that God said that these things would actually be happening today. Absolutely. So we're going to start this off at 2 Corinthians the 11th chapter, verse 1. Would to God he could bear with me a little in my folly and indeed bear with me. Yes. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. So Paul is letting us know that I want you to stick to the true doctrine that I introduced to you, which is the gospel of the kingdom of God. Come uh -huh. on, right. verse 2. But I three. fear, lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety. No, 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 the serpent beguiled Adam. No, it said Eve. Go ahead. Through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. From the what that's in Christ? It's simple, Brother Julius. It is simple to understand the Word of God. All you have to do is read it and believe what you read. That's mm -hmm. it. But you got to search it out. The book says, here a little and there a little, line upon line, precept upon precept, so that you can show yourself worthy. To be an effective well, minister. Well, Brother Julius, some people say, well, in, in the Hebrew, it says this. Or if you go to the bottom of the Bible in a footnote, uh -huh. it says this, and it says that. Brothers and sisters. That is put there by man. I all we need is scripture. What do the book say? Wow. What the book say? The simplicity that's in Christ Jesus. Now man has come along and philosophized everything. Made it complicated so that, ooh, can't nobody understand. You got to get a degree in theology. See. Or you got to go to um, study at the um, cemetery. I mean, I'm sorry, the seminary. Stop, stop making fun, Black Eyes. That's right. Verse 4. Go ahead. For if he that comes preaches another Jesus, what? whom we have not preached. Uh-huh. So you mean to tell me there's more than one Jesus according to this Bible? According to the Bible. That there would be a Jesus that would be a false Jesus. 
the Jesus of Easter, the Jesus of Christmas, the Jesus of Sunday worship. The Jesus of Mardi Gras? Wow. The Jesus of, I got to say it, I Lent. Wow, brothers and sisters. In other words, the Jesus that's being taught that has nothing to do with what's lined up in this book called the Bible and all those things that we just quoted to you, uh-huh. we can read it to you and prove it to you yeah. that people who are preaching those things and putting Jesus' name on top of it, that's not the Jesus of this book. Middle of verse 4. Yeah. For if he that comes preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, uh-huh. or if you receive another spirit which we have not received. Another spirit, go ahead. Or another gospel. Or another gospel. There's you mean, more than one. You mean to tell me uh, it's possible that I can be going to church, listening to the pastor, or reverend, or whatever your spiritual leader may be called and be wrong? And could be listening to another gospel, a different gospel. Uh-huh which we have not accepted, you will, might well bear with him. Why, I? Why? How, and how do you bear with him? By confirming what your pastor or preacher or reverend or bishop is teaching, comparing it to what's written in this word in the Bible. The Lord say, try the spirit to see if they be of God. There's nothing wrong going to visit other churches and listening to other people. The Lord Let say, the try the witnesses in your home. And then... Open up your own book and confirm what they're teaching you and see if what they're teaching you is the truth. Wow. But we have become so desensitized to opening up our understanding and our mind to accept and to try different doctrines to see if they be of God that, oh, no, you believe what you want to believe, and I believe what I want to believe. That will make either one of us right. That's right. Come on, Black guy. Skip down to verse 13. Look what Paul said. For, as, for such are false apostles. I don't never hear people on those first day churches say, well, for such a Paul, they quote Paul, mm-hmm. and they quote Jesus, and they quote Peter, but they never read this part. For such are false apostles, yeah? You mean to tell me those who are, who are putting Jesus' name on Christmas and Jesus' name on Easter? False apostles. The Bible says, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Uh-huh. And no marvel, uh-huh. for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Yeah. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, uh-huh. whose end shall be according to their work. What's wrong with reading this on the Sunday churches? What's wrong with reading this in the seventh day, or, or, or the seventh day church? What's wrong with reading this? It's in the book, guys. Wow. What's wrong with reading this? The book says, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. They're going to put Christ into Christmas. They're going to put Christ into Mardi Gras. Gross. They're going to put Christ onto Valentine's Day. They're going to put Christ onto All Hallows' Eve, All Saints' Day. They're going to put Christ in that, and then they're going to turn around and tell you that he died on Good Friday and rose on Sunday morning, and the book don't back that up. Brothers and sisters, we wanted to lead into our lesson today with this particular scripture Uh because what we're going to teach today on the Bible Show Truth Hour Uh actually lines up with this as a foundation because speaking in tongues, which is our subject today, brothers and sisters, Uh we need to ask the question and find the answer during the course of this lesson. Uh Is what's being done in the church today, which they call speaking in tongues, Uh is it biblical? Or does it line up with Christ, brothers and sisters? Uh Or could it be 
of Satan and false religion. Well, let's look at what the chief apostle said, Ice. Let's go to Second Peter real quick. Second Peter, it is imperative that you understand this because we're going to see what Peter said. Now, we don't, we don't hear what Paul said. Let's look at what Peter said. Second Peter 1. Second mm-hmm. Peter 1 and verse 15, Ice. Second Peter 1 and 15. Come on. Moreover, I will endeavor that ye may be able after my decease uh-huh. to have these things always in your remembrance. What thing? Come on. Right? For we have not followed cunningly devised fables. That's why Paul said, bear with him. If somebody brings something else to you, challenge him. Peter's telling you, we have not followed cunningly devised We have not fo- uh, followed cunningly devised fables. Uh-huh. When we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh-huh. but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. See, this is what's wrong. We go to church black guys and we, we get weird to uh, churchianity. <laughs> I like that. We, we love churchianity. We love to be entertained. But what about this right here? Read, I. For he received from God the Father uh-huh. honor and glory. That, that's Jesus, yes. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, uh-huh. this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And even this right here. They people think that this is the Father talking, it is the words of the Father, but the angel is speaking it. That's right. Go ahead, Ice. And this voice which came from heaven we heard yes. when we were with him uh-huh. in the holy mouth. It didn't say it was the Father's voice. It said this voice which came from heaven. Go ahead. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Oh, so in order to deal with any kind of subject, it's got to be written already. Go back to the prophets. Whatever your subject matter is, go back to the prophets and read it. It's already there. Come on. Right? Whereunto you do well that we, that ye take heed. Yes. As unto a light that shineth in a dark place. Yes. Unto the day dawn. And the day star arise in your heart. That is none other than the understanding of God opening uh, up your mind like a flashlight that lights up a room, like a candle that lights up the room. This Bible opens up your understanding so that you don't have to worry about being deceived because you can read it. And brothers and sisters, again, speaking in tongues. Yes. We're lining all these things up to you yes. because, again, do not Follow cunningly devised fables. No. Brothers and sisters, people will come and give you something, and because you trust the person who's giving it to you, a lot of times we don't do our research and check behind that person. I watch I watch televangelists yeah. all the time. Televangelists. And they're speaking in tongues and sha da 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 la 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 all different kind of things, and we don't know what the hell they saying, brothers what? and sisters. Easy does it. Easy does it. Fella. We don't know what they're saying, and if we don't know what they're saying, brothers and sisters, according to the Bible, we have to ask ourselves the question: Is this really actually speaking in tongues? Uh-huh. Because our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, yes. said He does things in decency and in order, and in order. And He said, "I've never hidden anything from you." Anything from you. And the book said, except they speak words that are easy to be understood, there is no light in them. But people said that, oh, Brother Julius, I got the gift of the Holy Ghost. I speak in tongues. That is the evidence of the Holy Ghost. No, it is not. And we, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is evidence of the Holy Ghost. And we got coworkers, brothers and sisters, and, and family members and friends who will get mad at you if you tell them that, 
We don't believe in speaking in tongues if it's not in order with the way that it is written of in this book called the Bible. And they say, well, what do you mean you don't, you don't believe in, in the gift of God and speaking in tongues? No, we didn't say we don't believe in speaking in tongues. Yeah. And we did not say that we don't believe in the gift of speaking in tongues because anything that's written in this book, brothers and sisters, we have to um, bow down to it and we have to submit to it. And in this book, it does give cause for the gift of speaking in tongues. But is it done the way you do it? That's the question today, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. This is part one of the Bible show, Truth Hour. Our subject matter today is the truth about speaking in tongues according to the Bible. I I like that, the Bible version. The Bible version, brothers and sisters. So stay tuned for part two. We're going to go right into it. We're going to define to you first what speaking in tongues is Uh and go back to the beginning of the Bible Uh when the term tongues were first bought into this book. Yeah. It didn't just come in the New Testament. It's been around for a very start, it didn't start on the day of Pentecost system, but we're gonna read that. It's been you. around for a very long time, yep. Brother Julius. Yes, so sir. please hang in there. This is part one. The truth about speaking in tongues, the Bible version. Stay tuned, YouTube listeners, for part two. Yes, sir, brothers and sisters, we're gonna get deep on this show. And we know that we may offend some, and it's okay. Uh, it's not us that's offending, Black Ice. It is the Word of God that is, that is offending. It is. That it people is. say that they believe in. It is, brothers and sisters. So we're going to go ahead and start um, our YouTube part two. And sisters and brothers, if you finish out that Second Peter uh, 2 and 21, it said the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but by men of holy men of God. Spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. That means that they were inspired by God to write these things. Absolutely. We want to thank Maryland. We see you on um, Chicago, Alaska, Alabama. Um, thank all of you all for tuning in and all of our callers on the show. Um, our subject matter today, for those who just tuned in, is the truth about speaking in tongues the according to the Bible, the yeah. Bible's version, brothers yeah. and sisters. Let's go ahead and get it on with part two. Ladies and gentlemen, those who have just tuned into our YouTube channel, this is part two of the truth about speaking in tongues, the Bible version. Yep. We talked at first about Second Corinthians, the eleventh chapter, yep. about someone who would be coming to teach about another Jesus, another gospel, and another gospel that's not the Jesus of the gospel of this Bible. Mm-hmm. Be careful and be aware of them, just because they have on a suit and a tie. Just because they have on a robe, just because they have a large congregation, just because they have a television show or a radio show or a YouTube channel, brothers and sisters, don't make what they're teaching correct. It may be false doctrine, and the only way you can verify that is to back up what they're teaching with this book called the Bible. So, again, this is part two of the truth about speaking in tongues, yeah. the Bible version. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pick this up in the book of Acts. Let's go to Acts chapter 1, Black Guys. Let's go to Acts chapter 1. Look what this is something that Jesus told his disciples to do and prepare them for a day to come. Now, you have churches that call themselves Pentecostal churches, but they don't understand what the word Pentecost means. Hmm. Neither do they understand how it ties into salvation, as all the Lord's speech days do. Mm -hmm. Acts chapter Mm 1 and 1. Acts chapter 1, verse 1. And it reads, the former 
Treaties have I made. Treaties. Treaties. I'm sorry. The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, Uh of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. The Theophilus means most beloved. Come on, Ice. Until the day in which he was taken up. Who was taken up? Jesus was taken up. Uh, He was taken up. And what else, Ice? Watch this. After that, he through the Holy Ghost Uh had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Now, what is the purpose of the Holy Ghost, Ice? To lead and, and to guide you into, into all truth. That's the purpose of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit or the Holy Confidence. And go ahead, Ice. Verse 3. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion uh-huh. by many infallible proofs. Yes. Being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Now, skip down to verse 5 and continue. Acts 1 and 5. Uh, no, let's read on down, because look who Jesus is talking to. Go ahead. Acts 1 and 4. Uh-huh. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. Uh-huh. But wait for the promise of the Father, uh-huh. which saith he, ye have heard of me. Now, what is the promise of the Father, Black Ice? In this particular verse, it is the giving of the gift of the Holy Ghost unto the New Testament church. Mm. Continue. Watch this. Verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, Uh but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Wait a minute. You shall be baptized. So Jesus is talking about the coming of a feast, a traditional feast, and we're going to read that to you what's what's coming. Come on, Ice. Verse 6. When they, therefore, were come together, Uh they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? What? Black Ice. Read the question that the apostles wanted to know. They knew that Jesus was coming. A lot of people thought that he was coming to get the Romans off their back, or he was coming to establish his kingdom the first time. Mm-hmm. Look what they asked him. Read it again. I, Will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? So they knew that Israel, because Israel was in captivity to the Romans at this time. Mm-hmm. Continue, Black Guys. Verse 7. And he said unto them, uh-huh. It is not for you to know the times or the seasons uh-huh. which the Father hath put in his own power. Now, it wasn't for their time to know those things. Because this, the kingdom, this is why we say, I thy kingdom come. Because what he spoke about then is for our day and time now. But it's written for our exhortation. It's for us today. The disciples are dead. The apostles are dead. The prophets are dead. But they wrote about these things like we read in Second Peter. Mm-hmm. Holy men wrote mm-hmm. that which was given by the Holy Spirit because the purpose of the Spirit is to lead and guide you into all truth. But they wrote about things for our day and time. All the prophecies, they fulfilled their part. Now we got to fulfill our part. Now it's not for y'all to know. Come on, Ike. Verse 8. Yes. But you shall receive power. But you shall receive what, Black Ice? Power. How they going to get the power? Through the Holy Spirit. And it's going to come in a certain way. Come on, Ice. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Uh-huh. And you shall be witnesses unto me. Both to witnesses to testify about something. Come on, Ice. Both in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. And in all Judea. Uh-huh. And in Samaria. Uh-huh. And unto the uttermost part. Of the earth. Until the, how, well, uh, the, the other parts of the known earth at that time. Uh-huh. Read one more verse, Ice. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up. He was taken up? And a cloud received him out of their sight. Now, that was 40 days after his resurrection from the grave, Ice. Let me show you. Come on, Ice. Continue at verse 10. 
it's it, it, it so good. You got to get the full understanding because he is setting them up for this to receive power from on high on a particular day. Come on, Ice. Acts 1 and 10. Yes. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, uh-huh. behold, two men stood by them in uh-huh. white apparel. Yes. Which also said, you men of Galilee. Now, who are these men in white apparel? Like, mm. Angels. That's right. Always described as male beings. Come on, Ice. Come on. Which also said, you yes. men of Galilee. Uh-huh. Why stand ye gazing up into heaven? Uh-huh. This same Jesus, which is taken up. From you into heaven uh-huh. shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Then what happened, Ice? Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olives, uh-huh. which is from Jerusalem. The Mount of Olives, yes. A Sabbath day's journey. Now, continue, Ice. Watch this. It gets better. Watch this. Verse 13. Yes. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room. Into what? An upper room, yes. Where abode both Peter and James and John, three and Andrew, four Philip and Thomas, five six Bartholomew seven, and Matthew, eight James the son of Alphaeus, nine and Simon Zealot, ten and Judas the brother of James, eleven because the other Judas had went and hung himself. But watch this, and then what happened, Black Eye? Fourteen. These all continued with one accord, one accord in prayer, in prayer, in supplication. Yes. With the women, uh-huh, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brother. Now, let's go into Acts chapter 2, and let's look at this day finally come that he said, stay here until y'all receive power from up above, because I'm going to send you the Holy Ghost. Wait a minute now, y'all. It's about to get deep. Let's go ahead right into it, Brother Julius. Let's go to Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Now, this is why Jesus told him to wait. After that, you shall receive power from on high. Let's look at it come. Now, here we go, brothers and sisters. Our subject matter today is the truth about speaking in tongues uh-huh. according to the Bible or the Bible version because everybody else got their own version, and uh-huh. their version ain't the Bible's version, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. which is why we have to do this lesson today. Let's go right into where they get speaking in tongues mm-hmm. from, and then we're going to analyze this. And not only top of that, I... Keep in mind, sisters and brothers, what is the purpose of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit? Mm. To lead and guide you into all truth. Let's go, brother. Come on, Acts two and, two and one. Yes. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, yes. Let's stop right here, brother Julius. Talk to him, Mike. Just let them know what the day of Pentecost is. Uh huh. It's Pentecost represents. Fifty. Yes. Brothers and sisters. Yes. And if you go into Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, the day of Pentecost is one of the holy days or the feast days of the Lord. Yes. There's seven of them. Yes. And this is just one of the seven. So this is a celebration. Yes. So. And, and the word Pentecost means the 50th day. That's all it means. That's all it means. The 50th day. Or another term is the year of Jubilee. Come on, come on, Ice. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, yes. they were all with one accord in one place. But they were all in one accord in one place at the other place, mm. going up into the upper room. Mm. So this is a continuation, sisters and brothers, but some time has passed. Now they were waiting on the 50th day. Come on, Ice. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, uh-huh. and it filled all the house where they were sitting. So now, this, a whoosh came in, like a powerful wind. Uh, we live in the Windy City, right, Ice? Yeah. So we feel them gusts of wind all the time. But it, it's kind of like that, I'm speaking symbolically, to show you the power and the force of this wind that came in. 
Verse 3. Yes. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. My question is, where is your tongue located? Mm, in your mouth. In your mouth. So now the Lord sent a wind with tongues. It says tongues. On the end of tongue is an S, which mm. means more than one mouth. Mm. Come on, wife. We're we going to get there. And, and brothers brother. and sisters, what we want, want you to understand, this is not the first time that something like this had happened. No, no. At one time in the Old Testament, it said that there was just a hand that appeared. Yeah. The hand writing on the, the wall. The hand writing just on the wall. The hand. It was just a hand. It was just a hand. In another place, mm-hmm. it shows you... Uh, the whole, and John saw the whole angel, one foot on the sea and one foot on the earth. I'm giving it away. Come on, Ice. Right, 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 right. Come on, come okay, on. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, verse 4. Uh-huh. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with wait, 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 other wait. tongues. Wait a minute. They were all filled with what, Black Ice? The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. But we just read in Acts 1 and verse 2, until the day in which... Jesus was taken up. After that, he threw the Holy Ghost. Look like this Holy Ghost is one busy individual. Mm-hmm. Holy Ghost singular. Come on. And began to speak with other tongues uh-huh. as the Spirit gave them utterance. As the what gave them utterance? The Spirit gave them utterance. Oh, so this that Holy Spirit that's speaking to them, but it's only the mouth with the tongue in it. Just the mouth. Because God is getting their attention to some brothers. Same way he got their attention by sending the fingers of a man's hand and writing on the plaster of the wall. But here it is, brothers and sisters, it wow. gets deep. Remember, this was a celebration. It was a congregation. And let's find out who all was there, Brother Julius. Come on, Black Ice. Remember in verse 1, we saw that he, Jesus told them, you're going to testify me of me in every nation under the heavens. Check this out, brothers and sisters. Yes. Acts 2 and 5. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem uh-huh. Jews. Devout men out of every nation under heaven. Oh, but every nation under heaven because they had not expanded so far as to North America. Because every every nation under heaven considered of the Middle, Middle East, the African continent, and the European continent at that Just time. Just like today, brothers and sisters, we've been preaching to you that the original um, Jews, brothers and sisters, yes. um, and some of which were descendants of the transatlantic slave trade, so if we put this in today's terms, yes. some of the Jews in every nation under heaven would be in the ghettos of Chicago, uh-huh. the ghettos of New York, the ghettos of California, the ghettos of Detroit, and every nation on the earth. It says that these were Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Yes, under heaven. Not up in heaven, under heaven. Now, when this was noised abroad, uh-huh. the multitude came together and were confounded uh-huh. because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Yes, because that, well, keep reading, let the book explain, keep reading. Verse 7. Yes. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, uh-huh. Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? Wait a minute, but they were all Israelites. There was nobody up in the upper room but Jews from every nation up on there because they was coming to keep the day of Pentecost, which is a festival that the Lord said that every, which is one of three festivals that the Lord, or feast days, that the Lord tell Israel to keep. Let's find out where these black Jews were from, brother. What what were they from, Mike? Some, it says Parthians and Medes. Parthians and Medes, yes. And Elamites. Elamites, yeah. And the dwellers in Mesopotamia. Because Israel was scattered. Go ahead. And in Judea. And in Judea. And in Cappadocia. Yes. In Pontus. Yes. And in Asia. What about the other places of the world? 
and Phrygia. Phrygia. Yeah. And Pamphylia. Pamphylia. Yeah. In Egypt. In Egypt. And in parts of Libya. Yeah. And in Cyrene. Right. And strangers of Rome. Right. Jews and proselytes. Well, Crete and Arabia. From the island of Crete. And the Arabian. You mean to tell me that Arabia, which is known to be a Muslim religion, that there were also Jews in Arabia? Hey, Israel was, scat- was scattered all over the Mediterranean. We do hear them speak in our tongues what? the wonderful works of God. Wait a minute. So they are understanding through the translation of the mouth the wonderful works of God. Right? So, Brother Julius, you mean to tell me that these Jews who was from Galilee, yeah. got the power and the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Yes. And when they began to speak, yes. all these Jews from these different nations yes. who spoke in different tongues yes. were able to understand them in their own language. Black ice. it was no mystery. It was no babbling. It was the wonderful works of God. We gotta break this off here. So, and go into the so other let me just say this and give you an example, real quick. Ten seconds, brothers and sisters. When the president of the United States speaks at the United Nations, every national representative has an earpiece in their ear. Yes. And although he speaks in English, the interpreter inside of the earpiece speaks to the listener in their own language, brothers and sisters. Mm. Where did they get that from? Right here in this Bible at the day of Pentecost, when the people heard these Galileans speak in their own tongues. Stay tuned for part three. It's wow. called, Black Guys, translators. That's all it was. The Holy Ghost served as a translator. Yes. So how did we get from that to what we see today in the modern-day black church? Because they don't understand tongues and what tongues are wow. and what tongues are for. Hmm. You're an Egyptian. I'm over here in Mesopotamia. We don't understand each other's language, so let's go back. We're gonna come back to Acts before we finish, Ice. Uh-huh. But let's. We gotta go to <coughs> Genesis to the beginning. Wow, this is getting deep, brothers and sisters. And hopefully, we're painting a beautiful picture for you, brothers and sisters, um, of what went down, how it went down, and where you can find these things that in the book. Um, wow. Wow. Hopefully you can uh, follow these things with us in this book so that you can begin to know these things for yourself, brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. So now let's, we're going to go ahead and start part three of our lesson. Yeah. Hang in there. Hang in there, brothers and sisters. And hopefully you guys and some of you guys have heard a version of this lesson before, but we've taken you through some different things to even give you more um, uh, of, of a foundation uh-huh. on this particular lesson. Let me go ahead and start part three, Brother yes. Julius. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is part three of the Bible Show Truth Hour, um, hosted by Black Ice. And Brother Julius. And our lesson is Speaking in Tongues, the Bible version. We just took you to Acts, the second chapter. Acts, the first chapter. Acts, the second chapter. And gave you a whole description of what went down the day of Pentecost with this rushing wind that came in amongst these Jews who were Galileans uh-huh. and gave them the power of utterance to speak to Jews from all over the nations. Right. We found out that there was Jews in Arabia, in Rome, and all over the nations of that, um, of that part of the world at that time. But when they spoke, these Galileans spoke in their language, the Holy Spirit 
served as an interpreter with the other Jews who spoke in Arabic, the language of their country. They was able to understand them in their own language. They heard their own language being spoke, although these men were speaking the language of the Gal- uh, Galileans, Brother Julius. Let's go to Genesis chapter 10, black guys, and show you that this is nothing new. So wait a minute, Brother Julius. You yeah. mean to tell me that we get all high off the word, speaking in tongues. Oh, speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Like, speaking in tongues is something that is... Uh, magical or mystical or something. We do not deny speaking in tongues. What we're doing, sisters and brothers, is defining speaking in tongues and show you what tongue really is. And I get every time we do this lesson, Black Ice, I learn something new and I pass it on and we I get more and more excited because the <laughs> I gotta say it, the Holy Spirit is opening up our understanding because the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to lead and guide you into all truth, black ice. So we got to go to Genesis chapter 10 and show you and go on in further to show you the same thing that happened on the day of Pentecost. There's nothing new. Wow. It really is nothing new, sisters and brothers, but people have made it a mystery. They even say that it's the speaking in tongue is the evidence of the Holy Ghost, and I strongly disagree with that. Now, according to the definition of speaking in tongues, uh-huh. it says the person who speaks in tongues is unaware of what he is saying. He could talk in a foreign or made-up language uh-huh. or fall back into speech patterns of his own. So, brothers and sisters, that's one thing. But we know the definition of tongue according to the context that it is written in this Bible only means another language. Not only that, Black Eyes, but if you that definition that you just read, it's not what happened. No, start and read, read that again, just a little bit. Let me read it again, brother. Read, read that again, what you just read, because sisters and brothers, pay attention to what his what this definition is and what the Bible actually said on the day of Pentecost. Read it. Like. Says the person who speaking in tongues is unaware of what he says. He could talk in a foreign or made up la- or made up language, uh-huh. or fall back into speech patterns of his childhood. Now, now, a person that speaks in tongue, according to this definition, is unaware. But on the day of Pentecost, what did they say? We do hear them speaking what I the wonderful works of God. Now, wait a minute, brother Julie. If there's more, go ahead. There's more. Go ahead. It says it is mostly induced by either psychoactive drugs, or a deep hypnotic uh-huh. trance. So a person can get into what they call the singing, the, the clapping, the, the dancing, and the church. Oh, the spirit. Oh, they in the spirit now. But the purpose of the spirit is to lead and guide you into all truth. Wow. Genesis chapter 10. Verse, we're going to skip. Let's, gonna, let's define the term tongue, Brother Julius. Read, read Genesis 10 and 1, Black Eyes. Watch this. Now, these are the generations of the sons of Noah, uh-huh. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Uh-huh. And unto them were sons born after the flood. After the flood. Now, skip down to verse 5. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided, talking about the children of Japheth. Or the Europeans. Go ahead. In their land. In their land. Everyone after his tongue. After his tongue tongue or his speech or his language after their families in their nation. Now, skip down, Black Eyes, and read verse 20. Verse 20. 
to about the nations, the peoples. Verse 20. Yes. It says, these are the sons of Ham. Yes. After their families. After their families. After their tongues. The African nations. After their tongues. In their countries. In their countries. And in their nations. Now, read Black Eyes at verse, hmm, this is so good. Verse 31. So we got Shem, Ham, and Japheth, all the three sons of Noah, through how all the world was spread on this side of the flood. Read 31, Ice. These are the sons of Shem, yeah. after their family, yeah. after their tongues, in their land, uh-huh. after their nation. Now, let's skip down to Genesis. So, 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 hold on, Brother Julius. You got three different peoples here, yeah. or, or nations, or, or sons, sons, that people came that out of. That developed into nations. That yeah. developed into nations that developed into their own tongues or languages. Right. So, they were diff- speaking in different tongues. All the way back in Genesis, the 10th chapter. Yep. What about the Tower of Babel, Brother Julius? <laughs> hey, the Lord did this. Wow. The Lord did this. Uh, skip Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11? We're going to get there right now. Genesis chapter 11. Uh-huh. And start reading at verse 1. And the whole earth was of one language uh-huh. and of one speech. The same thing. Tongue, language, speech. One thing, Black Eyes. Brothers and sisters, anytime you see the word speech or language, you can interject the word tongue, and it wouldn't change the definition, the meaning, or the context of the scripture. Okay, well, verse 5, Ice. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower Uh which the children of men built. In order for the Lord to come down, he had to be where? He had to be up. He had to be up in heaven. He came down to this earth system, brothers. Come on, Ice. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. The people is one. And they have all one language. Oh, one language, or, one speech. Or you can say one tongue. Yeah. And this they begin to do. Uh-huh. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Right. Go to, let us go down. Let who? Let us go down. Mm. And there confound their language. Or their, and that they might not what, I and that they may not understand one another's speech. You see how the Lord say, let's confound or confuse their language that they might not understand each other's speech. It just didn't say tongue here, but it's the same thing. So what happened at verse 8? This is so beautiful, Brother Julius, because <laughs> that verse right there just yeah. unlocked something in me. Here it is. There are three that bear record in heaven. Yes. I didn't say that there were three gods because the Bible don't say that. 1 John 5 and 7 yeah. says that there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Son, and here's that Holy Spirit again. That's that Holy Spirit. The same one that we talked about in the book of Acts, uh-huh. the first and the second chapter. Yep. Jesus is talking to the angel that stands in the presence of the Lord, right. and he says, let us go down, because we know the Father ain't never been down here to desert. Uh-huh. So if Jesus is saying, let us go down, uh-huh. he's talking to his uh, I want to use urban language and say road dog, but I ain't going to do that, Brother Julius. He's talking to the Holy Ghost, none other than Gabriel. And he said, let us go down and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from this upon the face of the earth, Uh and they left off to build the city. How are you going to continue to build a city and you don't understand what the next person telling you of a different nation? I give need me a, a brick, brick. <laughs> right. or give me uh, 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 some mortar. Uh, huh? What? 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 What are you saying? So you don't understand each other. Hey, you just walk away. 
Verse 9. Because you know, there's no interpreter. Go ahead. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, uh-huh. because the Lord didn't there confound their tongue or language uh-huh. of all the earth. Uh-huh. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. Because he wanted it that way, sisters and brothers. So you got Russia over here. Right. You got China over here. I got Germany right here. You got America over here. Just think, brothers and sisters, if every nation was all on the same accord, do you know what would happen, brothers and sisters? Some terrible, terrible things, brothers and sisters, could happen. Therefore, the Lord got everything separated for a reason. Brother Julius, for the sake of time and yes. our battery juice, yes. we got to go ahead and get to the point. Let's go to let's go to First Corinthians the eleventh chapter. First Corinthians the eleventh chapter. We hope to get all this in for our YouTube listeners before the battery goes out. First Corinthians the eleventh chapter. The 11, uh, First Corinthians. <clears throat> now here we go. We're going to define to you, brothers and sisters, what. Speaking in tongues, if you're not doing it this way, it is not of God. Wow. If you're not doing First it Corinthians this way. 14, I, First Corinthians, the 14th chapter. It is not of God. And, so here we and, go. And, and sisters and brothers, now the offending really begins. Here we go. First Corinthians 14, pick it up at verse 1. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Now we're going to prophesy. Go ahead, I. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but minute. unto God. Wait a minute. But for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, or a tongue that is confounded, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Because he unto God understands all languages. He created them. He even speak fish. Hmm. Remember Jesus called the fish and told him to swallow, uh, prepare a fish and swallow Jonah? Mm-hmm. Read, I for no man understandeth him, how be it in the spirit he speaketh the mystery. Ain't that what happened at the Tower of Babel? It was mm-hmm. like speaking in mysteries. Because no man understands, because God confounded the languages or the tongues. Come on. Right? Now that's speaking in tongues. But what about prophesying? Read. Verse 3. Yes. That he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification. Or education. And the exhortation. Yes. And comfort. Because the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to lead and guide you into all truth. But he's going to give you words that are easy to be understood. Go ahead, I. Verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, uh-huh. he edifies himself. He's edifying himself. Not nobody else. He's edif- He or she is edifying himself. When you see people in the church that speaking and going on and blah, 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 blah and all in the church, they are edifying themselves because there is no interpreter. Read, I. But he that prophesies. Edifies the whole, edifies the whole church. But somebody that's prophesying or reading the word of God is edifying or educating the whole church. Verse five. Yes. I would that you all speak with tongues. Paul said, "I wish everybody spoke in tongues. I wish everybody was multilingual like Paul was." But rather that you prophesy, uh-huh. for greater is he that prophesies. No, 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 no. You read that wrong, brother. I read it absolutely right, brother. You read it wrong because they said that you've got to be able to speak in tongues. And if you don't speak in tongues, then you don't have the gift of the Holy that Spirit. That is a flat-out lie. Let me read it again. Yes. For greater is he that prophesies than he that speaks. With tongues, uh-huh. except he interprets. Oh, so we need an interpreter, yes. I, that the church may receive edification. What if there's no, ed- no interpreter? Sisters, those who you've seen speak in the church in tongues, did they interpret themselves, or did they have an interpreter to interpret what they were saying? If it was not 
going on or going down like that, it was not of God, brothers and sisters. Well, what is the evidence of of uh, uh, prophesying? And what is not the evidence of speaking in tongues? Read verse 6. Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, if I come unto you babbling, what shall I profit you? Uh-huh. Except I shall speak to you either by revelation or it's by got, knowledge or by prophecy or by doctrine. Because we read that Peter said, black guys, that all scripture is given for understanding. Holy men, right? That's right. Peter said, we have not followed cunning and divine fable, but holy men wrote that which we were given by the Holy Spirit. Read that again, Black Eyes. Well, we, for the sake of time, we got to move on, Brother Julius. Yeah. Where you want to go? Verse 6. Verse. I want verse 6 because it is Now, critical. brethren, I come unto you speaking with tongues. What shall I profit you except I shall speak to you either by revelation One, or by knowledge two, or by prophesying three. or by doctrine? So it's got to be something that's already written, mm-hmm. something that's already revealed, something and that's knowledgeable because it is knowledge that edifies the church, black guys. Let's get to the meat of the matter wow. about the interpreter, Brother Julius. Yeah. So let's go down to verse wow. let's go down to verse now go down to verse eighteen. Verse eighteen. And it says, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. Uh-huh. Yet in the church Yet where? In the church uh-huh. I had rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice I might teach others also Edifying. than ten thousand words in an unknown tongue. Oh my gosh, how come they don't read that? What we had on the time, Mike? We got six uh thirty seconds left, Brother Julius. Wow. Let's wow. go to um What is uh, skip down to verse twenty two. Verse twenty two. Right. And it reads Wherefore tongues are for a sign, uh-huh. not to them that believe. Not to them that what? But to them that believe not. Yes. But prophesying serves not for them that um, believe not, but for them that believe. That's why it's greater to prophesy, because now you're educating people that speaking in tongues, and nobody's understanding what you're saying. Brother Jew, Read it, right? If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, uh-huh. and that by course, and let one man interpret. Be but man if there one. be no interpreter, uh-huh. let him keep silence in the church, uh-huh. and let him speak to himself. And to God. Why? At verse 33. Verse 33. Yes. And it reads, For God is not the author of confusion, uh-huh. but of peace, as in all churches and saints. Brothers and sisters, we thank you for your time. Those who are tuned in via our YouTube, we um, are going to um, shorten this lesson a little bit for the sake of um, time, brothers and sisters. But we thank you for your time. Please tune in next Tuesday, as we do every week on the Bible Show Truth Hour. Today's lesson was Speaking in Tongues. The Bible's version here on POET Network. 38. Okay, cool. So, brothers and sisters, wow, it's, it's been a powerful lesson tonight. And there's so many other things. Um, Look like we may have to finish this one, man. Yeah, there's so many other things that we could go and uh, show you on different levels, brothers and sisters. But uh, we definitely, man, we, we, we definitely want all of you all to make sure, make sure that you know the truth when it comes to these things, brothers and sisters. We appreciate those who hung in there with us tonight. We're going to go ahead and end our recording um, on the um, on the on the YouTube. I'm sorry, not on the YouTube, but on the radio. Then we're going to go to the call lines and see what you thought about tonight's show. Uh, let us say that we pray that you were edified and that God was glorified on tonight's show. Yeah. And um, we pray that you become and we become stronger. In the word of God, brothers and sisters. And we Stay on the line. Stay on the line, sisters and brothers. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 